This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's mortgage mentor with more than 35 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings. You'll learn to advance your mortgage practice quickly and efficiently. Also, be sure to check out Jen's book, Launch, How to Take Your Business to New Heights. Available on Amazon. For a signed copy, contact Jen at jenduplessis.com. Now, here is certified mortgage planner and CEO of Kinetic Spark Consulting, Jen Duplessis. Hey, everybody, it's Jen Duplessis with Kinetic Spark Consulting, your mortgage mastery mentor. And I am absolutely excited today because it's Friday, March 20th, and I am having the opportunity to speak with a colleague and friend of mine, Jonathan Slane, who is the author of the book, Rock the Recession. And he is going to share with us the five by five by five strategy that all of us need to be doing right now while we're at home to ensure that we rock the recession. So check the link below for the entire interview. Welcome, Jonathan. Let's rock, Jen. Let's do it. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Thank you so much for taking time out of today to join us and be with us today. And I'm really excited about this particular topic because it is a hot topic in the market right now, very specifically. And I think that you're going to love hearing about the pending recession. So let me take this opportunity to introduce our guest speaker here today, uh, Jonathan Slane, who is the founder of Recession.com. And a little bit about him, what he does is he provides entrepreneurs with a free tool to assess the recession readiness of their company. And so we'll have that link down there as well, that he spent the Great Recession huddled in a fetal position on the floor like we all did. (laughs) We all did in this business. (laughs) Having survived it, which is really good, but he wasn't scared, you know, when the next recession hit and he's invested over a million dollars to purchase this business and in the last five years has sold over $70 million in his services. He's achieved the American dream exit by using the recession gearbox model, which you're probably going to tell us about here in just a minute. And he's also the co-author of the book, Rock the Recession. So welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you. Thanks for having me on, Jen. Let's rock. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So let's start off with, you know, the, I know we talk about recession, you know, and for me, and we were talking a little bit about this offline is that sometimes, and most of the time people think recession is a bad word and it can be if you're not prepared. And that's specifically what we're going to talk about today. But tell us about, you know, your take on the word recession and the perception that people have about it. Well, so with recessions, what we were really looking to do with the book is to have something original to contribute to the conversation. And the book on recessions is typically, you need to turtle up, you need to just survive, you need to cut expenses and fire people and just try to make it through the recession. And the take that we have is really that recessions are big opportunities. And if you're prepared, then you can look forward to the next recession. They typically come around once every seven to 10 years in the US. Mm -hmm. We haven't had one in over a decade. So the idea is how can the audience, how can we all look forward to it? Yeah, and I think that's super important. So I wanna start with, and I know the answer to this question, but I want your answer, right? I wanna start with the definition of what the heck is a recession? Anyway, from a statistical standpoint, Yeah, so the technical definition is when uh, the country has two successive quarters 
of our GDP dropping, our gross domestic product. Mm -hmm. And in the US, we report our gross domestic product a quarter in arrears, which is just a fancy way of saying, we'll know how we did in the last quarter, the next quarter. So right now, we're still growing. You know, we're putting this together at the beginning of 2020, but we haven't had a drop in GDP yet. Although a lot of economic indicators are starting to point us uh, towards that. And so it's the perfect time for, for the audience to start getting ready so that they can really pounce on the next recession instead of just trying to survive it. Yeah. And I love that you said, you know, the true definition of it. So what's really sad about it is that we don't know that we're in a recession until we're already through it a lot of times, because sometimes it's just a quick recession, right? There's small recessions. What is your feeling about what's happening in the stock market and how, what kind of an impact is the stock market is going to have? If you have any, you know, knowledge around, around that piece of it as well as what do you think is going to happen there? And do you have any sense of what the feds, you know, are what they're saying right now about that as well. So a lot of parts to that, Jen. I guess the mm-hmm. couple pieces are that first, the stock market's one in a basket of many indicators that right. I watch to, to determine, you know, how do we feel about a recession? Actually, I think that things like unemployment are bigger drivers and consumer confidence. But I know that a lot of the audience are investors and that the stock market, when it moves, mm-hmm. it wreaks havoc. One thing I'll say, though, is that the Federal Reserve, the bank that kind of controls monetary policy in our country, doesn't have as many arrows in its quiver at this point as it has going into past recessions because interest rates are so low right now that there's not a lot of room for the Fed to lower interest rates, which would typically help us to recover out of a recession. So if we're already going into the next downturn without the Fed having that lever to pull, And the other big lever that the Fed has is something fancy called quantitative easing. Which is uh, huge right now. Yeah. Right, right. So the Fed's already, you know, moved its balance sheet in such a way that there's not a whole lot more that the Fed can do going into our next downturn that I do think once we hit a recession, it's going to be a lot harder for our country to recover than what we've experienced in past recessions. So that's the other piece. But for the audience, I think part of it for me is that we're talking about economic recessions right now. Yeah. I think for most of us, you know, for business owners, if we're entrepreneurs, if we're lenders, wherever we are in the space, there's also non-economic recessions. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, if you lose some of your biggest clients, you're going to be in a recession agnostic of what's going on in the economy. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you have a brokerage business and three or four of your best brokers go across the street and start a competing business you're in a recession. Or or if you find out that somebody's embezzled money from your company, that'll put you into a recession. And so all of those scenarios that I just outlined, it's the same advice. We would walk through the same recession gearbox in order for you to take advantage of those circumstances and to recover from them more quickly. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so let's start with one of the first questions I want to ask you is, you know, what, where, what's the best place for people to start planning for a recession, you know, some of the trigger, like you said, some of the triggers, so all of us are going to have different triggers, right. you know, and so let's talk about, you know, the negative part of this, you know, this part of the recession is if, and I know that, you know, for lenders specifically, you know, rates are going to drop and values are going to increase for realtors and all that's really wonderful. But in a recession, there's also loss of jobs. And so while the rates are great and we expect and say, we're all the buyers, now rates are great and things are good. They right. may not be buying 
because they lost their job or they've been downsized or whatever. So what are some things that we can be doing specifically in that market to start preparing as part of your gearbox? Yeah. So I think that the first step is always to just assess your situation. So that's first gear. And we've got a a 20 question quiz on on recession.com. And yes, that really is my website. (laughs) I can't believe you got it. (laughs) (laughs) On the quiz, 20 questions takes five to 10 minutes and it's free. You get a score from zero to a hundred. If you're scoring a zero, you're going to have a rough ride in the next recession, probably looking at a bankruptcy. If you're scoring a hundred, then you're looking forward to the next recession, can't wait for it. And so that's always um, where I would start is just see where you are. And then you'll get some feedback on those 20 individual questions. And then you can start to tune up your business and your personal life to prepare for the next recession because okay. that's, that's our second gear. Yeah, that sounds good. I, okay, so let me ask you. So could you share with us just a, a, maybe a couple of those questions? Like what are some of the things that, that you're going to be asking? Is it, you know, how close are we to our partners? Do we have cash saved? What are some of the, the questions that, that determine whether or not we're going to be ready? Yeah, no, I love that. One of them is, do you have cash? So Mm -hmm. the way that we phrase it is, do you have cash available, whether it's cash in the bank or whether it's credit available to you or debt so that you can pounce in a recession? So right now, I think a lot of the audience knows that lenders are still willing to lend and banks need our business. And Mm -hmm. so right now, credit's available, whether it's a signature line loan, a home equity line of credit, whether it's just a business loan, all of those things are available right now. And we know that when we're in a downturn, you know, when you're seeing on Fox News that we're in a recession, when you're seeing on CNN, uh, CNBC that we're in a recession, that's exactly when the banks start to tighten up and don't want to lend. And so again, now is the perfect time since the economy is booming to go make sure that you have that credit available to you, that debt available to you, and that you're saving something extra so that you've got a war chest to be able to be a buyer in the next recession, or if things aren't going well for you to be able to just cover your operating costs or expenses. Right. right. Okay, good. Yeah. So that's good. So those are great questions. I can't wait to take this assessment. I'm so excited. Okay. So that's the first thing is like figure out, know where you are so that you know where you can go. And if we're talking about gears, we're talking about driving a car, right? We're shifting gears. So now I know where I want to go. So what's step two? So step two is, is you're tuning yourself up, you're assessing all the different areas where you're deficient. One of my favorite questions here relates to personal guarantees. So if you have personal guarantees or if your buyers have personal guarantees on business or when it comes to property, looking how those deals are structured, but now is a great time to try to get those personal guarantees capped or limited or extinguished. Mm -hmm. because banks are really hungry to do deals right now. So maybe you can't get a personal guarantee completely eliminated from your deal, but maybe it's possible to have it be limited in scope so that if a deal goes sideways, if a property is going underwater, you don't lose everything that you have. And I don't think a lot of people are thinking about about that right now because it's been so long since we've had a downturn that we're just kind of getting complacent maybe. Yeah. No, no question. I think we're spoiled in all kinds of, you know, different ways. Okay. So yeah, so it's really, you know, now I know, I know where I sit and now I'm going to get my ducks in a row and and it's the execution of that. And and so, you know, applying for more credit, assessing, you know, all these pieces, saving more money, 
you know, all the things that you're going to suggest to us, these 20 different things. And then what is the next step that we need? So, to do? Yep. Third gear is that we're going to race. So here's where we're going to spend the time making sure that we streamline all of our processes, making sure that we get the, the business prepared for growth, for scale. So it's a great time to start figuring out things like productivity. Is there a way that we can be more productive? What are the metrics that we're going to measure ourselves by? All the things that are very difficult to do in a downturn, because yeah. when things are crashing around you, when they're cratering, it's not the best time to try to take a step back and look big picture at how you can improve productivity, how you could improve the culture of your business or your client relationships. Mm -hmm. Want to do that now in the right. cool, rational light of day instead of in the emotional heat of the night. Yeah. Well, and I think that's really important too, because if you are an entrepreneur where you're having to do some downsizing as well, it's better to have those people creating these, the systems that they work within and have them available and done. And, and hopefully businesses already have them, but it's an opportunity for you to be able to make sure that you're um, right at the forefront of any modifications that were made to those systems to ensure that you know exactly how the systems work so that if you do have to let someone go, you know where to pluck from the other areas to bring people in to have the, the cog not stopping, right? The wheels not spinning yep. with less people. So I love that. Wonderful. Okay. So now we're off to the races and we've, we've set up our systems. Now what are we going to do to ensure that business comes through? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so fourth gear here is we're going to accelerate. This is where, you know, we're in a recession and now you can stomp on the gas. You've done all these things to prepare. You're in a great position. You've got a war chest. You've made sure that your business is optimized. And so the three big ones in accelerate, what I get excited about, our ability to acquire assets, mm -hmm. to acquire great people, or maybe even to acquire somebody else's business that wasn't wise enough to listen to, to us today <laughs> that maybe needs to sell their business or get out. And in those three opportunities, which we can talk about in more detail if you want, just aren't available in the same way when we're not in a recession. And so if you're prepared, so for example, with assets, I think a lot of us know that in a recession, foreclosures go up. Right. And you know, so banks own more properties and need to somehow get out of them because banks really don't want to be in the foreclosure business. Right. They don't want to hold that real estate on their balance sheet. And so there's awesome opportunities to be able to get uh, great deals. But I want the audience, I was thinking about preparing specifically for, for your audience. So it's right now taking the time to set up relationships mm -hmm. with bankers so that when the recession hits, when we're in a downturn, they know to call you because you're somebody that's interested in buying distressed assets and has cash available to be able to close deals quickly. Yeah. Or no, that was huge. Cash. That was huge in, in the credit crunch, you know, when we had our great recession. It was a huge aspect is having those personal relationships with banks. And I, I know that a lot of people say, well, how do you have a personal relationship with banks? But you really can with the asset department, right? And the recovery, <laughs> we just call right. them recovery department. But, you know, to have those relationships because that's where you get the best, you know, best deals if you're accumulating property. So for realtors that are listening, these are, this is great for you to have those relationships to help your clients find more properties who, you know, the clients who are out there seeking these types of deals. And it really increases your valuable position. Yeah, I think, Jen, the, the tactical point here is that you need to do this now before we're actually in a downturn. Because yes. when we're in a downturn, the volume of calls going to the, the recovery officers. Oh, now you want to talk to me. 
<laughs> right. And, and desperation. They're going to smell it through the phone yeah. and they're not going to return the calls. But when they do have a piece of a distressed asset that they want to get rid of, they've got a short list. So if you're that person that has been contacting them once a month just to stay in touch, maybe having coffee once a quarter or, yeah. or get to know them, then you're going to be on the short list to get those phone calls and be able to pass them to your clients or to be able to take advantage of them yourself. Um, when we're in a recession already, it's too late. Yeah, it definitely is. And especially, you know, we're not talking about a recession where we find out, you know, the last two quarters of GDP, we were down and oh, now we're going back up again. We're talking about an extended one. And this recession is going to be quite extended, in my opinion. I was just talking to, my son does options trading. And so he's got his pulse on what's going on in the market. And I said, you know, it was ironic and not because I knew we were going to be talking about this today, but because this is something that has been on. I just got back from Orlando speaking with Barry Habib, which everybody knows, you know, on this call, Barry, and his prediction is that the stock market's going to drop 36% in value. So he said, you know, for God's sakes, people look at your 401ks, look at, look at where you have your assets now, because remember the day when we had the great recession and we got all of our four before that, right? It was dot comville and we yep. all had this growing 401k and we couldn't wait to yep. open up that statement now. And then when the great recession came, we just threw it away because we didn't want to see it. We want to make sure that we're in a position where we do want to watch it and we do want to manage it, but we don't want to be in a position where we lose so much value. My son, and my son's very smart. He's one of the top people in options trading in, you know, in, that, in that industry and very well known. And he said, mom, I think we're going to have a 52% drop in the stock market. It means half of your savings, half could potentially be gone if you don't have them in the right places before this recession. And like you say, once the recession comes, it's too late to try to sell out of those positions. So now is the time to be really looking at, you know, those assets. So I appreciate that you brought up that particular thing and knowing that, how long do you think, let me just ask you that, how long do you think this recession is going to last? I do think it'll be a longer recession. I mean, typically seven to nine months is on average how long past recessions since World mm -hmm. War II have lasted. I think this one will be longer. I also think that going into the, uh, the election, that that's probably going to lead us to a downturn because yes. generally what happens is that if consumers lose confidence yeah. uh, or if businesses are unsure about the future, they'll start to pull back. When consumers okay. stop spending, when businesses stop spending, that yeah. in itself puts us into a recession. And I think that because of the uncertainty surrounding the historic election that we're going to have, regardless of what your political views are, mm -hmm. that we're probably going to see a downturn. And then it's going to take a longer time to recover because of what we discussed earlier, Jen, that the Fed just doesn't have any, as many bullets in their gun as they have going into past recessions. So it's going to be even harder to recover. And yeah. right now, I mean, there's so many potential black swan events that could also tip us into a recession. I mean, oh, yeah. a couple more. months ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so a couple months ago, we're worried about China. And right. now when we're, you know, recording this, we're potentially at war with Iran. Who knows what, what yeah. will spark the next geopolitical issue? But what I know is that I want to be prepared for it. I want to be in a position to be able to take advantage of it, to leverage it, and to have massive opportunities because these things don't happen that often. And that's why I get so pumped about it. It's a once every 10 years phenomenon and winter is coming. 
Yes, that's part of it too. I mean, and, and I know you're saying winter as in recession, but we are in winter and that's part of it too, as we're experiencing. <laughs> you know, for those of us that live in areas where we have winter, you know, we have li- these little mini recessions all the time because we don't, you know, the landscapers just don't landscape during this period of time, right? And, right. and so they are experiencing these recessions, you know, on a regular basis. That's a great point that I, I want to talk about real quick is just for the realtors listening. You know, the whole country doesn't experience a recession when we have a recession. And what I mean by that are that there are still great markets in a recession. So it's possible that your plan for the next recession and look forward to it could be that you have to relocate. So maybe you move yeah. to an area that's still booming. I mean, I don't know when the last time is that you landed in Phoenix. But every time I fly into Phoenix, I count the tower cranes. Oh, yeah. They're, they're building like crazy there. So it may be that if you're listening and you're in a market that's getting crushed in the next recession or going to get crushed, that you have to reload or you have to do some business in another hot market. But that's entirely possible and could be a very good plan B. It's yeah, just a yeah. question of you need to start setting that up now so that yeah. you already have some relationships. Again, once we're in a downturn, really hard to pick up, move to a new place, establish the relationships. You're just going to be too late. Yeah. You know, another area is Vancouver. Yeah, yes, oh exactly. The real estate prices, my wife and I were there earlier. There's more, this- there's more of those things than there are buildings right now. And the real, it's like a thousand dollars a foot. It's just, I- it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely crazy. Vancouver is one of those places too. Okay, so, you know, as we're kind of finishing up here and talking about this, I want to ask you, you know, what haven't we discussed that you want to discuss as it relates to recession? Yeah, so the the last piece is really the emergency break. So if you've been listening along here, you've got first gear, which is to assess where you're at. Second gear is to tune yourself up. Third gear is to race and fourth gear is to hit the accelerator. The last piece, though, is this emergency break. If all that stuff's not working for you, and you're like, look, you know, I'm in a recession of my own. I, I don't need to hit the gas right now. I just need help and to survive. That's where the emergency break comes in. And it's your typical, what's your plan for, you know, if you're a broker and you see your income drop to 80% of what it usually is, what's your plan? What expenses will you cut? How are you going to change your life so that uh, you don't go into massive debt? If you saw your income go to 70% to 60% to 50% as a household, how are you going to address that? Again, I just want you to have something written down on paper now. So with your spouse or your partner, so that if you get into that situation, you can just pull it out. You know, you can go break the glass and then execute. (laughs) I don't want you to be under your desk like I was wasting time in the last recession. Yeah. And I think, you know, we're also, and and thankfully, you know, a lot of people are are much wiser from having gone through that period of time. At least a handful of people are, right? The longer this takes to take place, the fewer people are going to be wise to what it felt like. And, you know, because we are so spoiled in so many areas, but I I absolutely love it. And And I love the analogy that you have with the car, because I use that in a lot of things that I teach on about shifts, you know, shifts in business and, and recognizing shifts. And that's what we're doing now is we're recognizing a shit, a potential shift that's about ready to happen. And we don't want to blow the clutch. I mean, that's really what it is. So to keep jumping onto that little theme there. So you have a couple of great gifts for our clients, the people that are listening in. So tell us about what we can expect. Now, we already know we can go and get the assessment. So that's exciting. I can't wait to do that. And listen, all of you listening and should be doing it as soon as you possibly can. 
Yeah, so after they, they do the, the assessment, and again, that's the 20 questions, five to 10 minutes, it's free. Then they'll have the opportunity to buy a customized report uh, mm -hmm. that gives you really insight into however you answered the 20 questions. There's a million different ways to do that, but however you answered it, we've got specific counsel on what you'll wanna do next in each of those 20 areas. From there, you may wanna invest in the workbook that we have, the Rock the Recession workbook. And that's where um, you beat me up before we, we are live here. We're gonna give the audience a coupon, give them 25% off the cost of that workbook. So if you've done the assessment, you've looked at your report, and now you wanna take some action, you can get the workbook and use the coupon that Jen beat me up for. And then from there, we've got a few other items on the website that you can check out for really making sure that you have a recession plan and you're ready to rock the next recession. Yeah, I love that. And look, it's all about the outlook that you have in life. You know, one of the things that we used to do a long time ago, you know, when someone said, you know, how's business going? And it wasn't going well, instead of saying, oh, it sucks, it's awful. <laughs> you know, we used to say, it's unbelievable. Because then we could, it could be unbelievably good or unbelievably bad, right? <laughs> and, I love and, that. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. <laughs> right? And that's what I love about this is we're going to rock this recession. This recession's coming and it's going to be great because rates are going to be low and values are going to go up, but you have to remember that people are going to have loss and there's going to be loss all over the place. And it means that there's a smaller pool of people that will be coming to buy homes or maybe a bigger pool of people who are prepared or investors who've been waiting for this. And so let's make sure that we are rocking it. So I love that you can do the assessment if you want to get the workbook and go a little deeper with it and really have a clarity of understanding. You know, I highly recommend that you get the get the workbook. You know, it's less than a couple hundred dollars. Don't worry. It's very, very inexpensive and, and it's worth every bit of it to be able to save you in the long run. The other thing I want to say real quickly for, for everybody listening is think about the clients that you have that own their businesses. You know, we don't always have clients that just work for a company, but we have clients that are that own their businesses as well. What a great opportunity for you to pool them together and perhaps have Jonathan come on in a Zoom meeting or, you know, talk to him about coming and speaking at your company and putting this event on so that he can share all of this with them and what a great value add you're giving to your clients as well. And pair up with your realtor partners. Do this together with your realtor partners as well. And that's the angle I take on this is like, how do I share this with other business owners? If you're in a B&I, oh my gosh, what a great way for you to share this. Buy his book and share it with them. Have a mastermind and share it with with each other and talk through it together and help each other and support each other. There's so many ways and avenues that you can go in this other than just taking care of yourself. Let's take care of ourselves, put our mask on first so that we can help others, which is why you want to definitely get this workbook as well. So not just the assessment, but the workbook. So as we leave today, share with us something fun about you. So I am huge into Lionel trains. I don't know if that's necessarily fun, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is for me. So if you want one fun fact, you often see me uh, tinkering in the basement, making sure that we're keeping the train on the tracks as well. That's cool. I love that. My husband's father did that. And my husband has all of the pieces, but they're nowhere except in a box. But his dad was really into that as well. So I think that's, that's really cool. Or we're working on a new Autobahn Consultants and Recession.com headquarters right now and installing a track that goes around the ceiling. So stay tuned. The next time I'm on the show, maybe we'll oh, have a picture. Oh, yeah. How cool is that? And I also know you have something that's pretty, pretty interesting that you've been swam with sharks as well. 
Yep, yep. Um, so uh, and they're actual sharks. Dive. We're not talking about sharks on TV and the Shark Tank. Big scuba diver. That was awesome opportunity in the Bahamas. I loved it. My wife did not. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Well, the fact <laughs> that you said scuba dive is something I don't like doing at all. I love <laughs> snorkeling. I like being on the surface. We thought it would be more like maybe one or two sharks kind of swimming off in the distance. We didn't yeah. know it would be 30 or 40 that were brushing up. Oh my up. gosh. How big were they? They were big. I mean, they were bigger than us. I mean, they were, they were big. Was your, guide, was your guide freaking out or is your guide going, this is cool. Don't worry. We've been that, down this road before. No, our guide was chumming the waters, feeding them so that they would come over close to us. Oh, gosh. And then today they were all hungry. <laughs> exactly. Luckily, they were just hungry for the fish. Yeah, thank goodness. I was just going to ask you, do you have any bumps or anything? That would have been pretty interesting. We, we do not. <laughs> that's cool. Well, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And one last question. So do you have a quote or a book that you're reading right now that is making a difference in your life? Yeah, so my book right now is Deep Work. I don't know if you've checked that one out. It's no, by I've Cal not heard Newport. Of it. Yeah, it's by Cal Newport. And it talks through how right now in society, we're all so busy. And I know that for your audience, we're, we're, a lot of us are knowledge workers. And we're so busy doing shallow work, a lot of logistics, a lot of scheduling showings or meetings or uh, logistics with title companies and banks, et cetera that when do we take the time to really do deep work? Yeah. You know, when do we set aside some hours and it's very hard to shift back and forth between shallow work and deep work. And so really found it fascinating and also already starting to implement some deep work planning into my life. Yeah, I love that. Actually, one of my coaches does that for us. And, you know, we were just talking about that as we're today, when we're doing this in January, it happens to be an implementation day for me or a deep work day for me, for me and my clients. So from nine to five, we are on Zoom today. We're doing deep work. We're working on our business instead of in our business for the entire day. And it's part of my coaching program to ensure that everyone gets things done. And so while we're recording this, it's our lunch break during the implementation day. So as soon as we're finished, I'll be back live with everybody and we're doing deep work together. So I think that's um, fantastic. I think it's so important. And, uh, you know, it's funny because one of the gals who's on the call, she, she said, okay, well, that sounds good. I'll make a note to do that later. And I go, no, no, that's execution. We are implementing right now. You know, right now we're doing this. And we don't put it on a list to do it later. That's why we have implementation. She's like, oh, I get it. <laughs> so, you know, I, Jen, I think that's brilliant for them to have you as a coach. That's one of the points in the deep workbook is that you need somebody to help hold you accountable yeah. so that somebody that's going to force you to, to, to get away from your phone, to get away from your emails and just really focus on you and where you want to take your business. So highly recommend that everyone has a coach like you to help hold them accountable. That's okay. awesome. Yeah. Thank you. No, I love them. I love them. They're long days for me, but it's really cool because we, we do get a lot of work done and we are getting work done right now and it's great. So, well, I just want to say thank you so much for sharing this. I am so excited you know, for what's coming up for us in the recession. I'm excited to release this podcast so that others can make a change in their lives and ensure that, that this next recession doesn't sound or look like the other one and that everyone is just you know, very, very successful. And I don't want to use your phrase, I'm just saying very, very successful. So again, thank you so much for gracing us with your expertise. We sure appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Jen. Rock on.
Thank you. Okay, everybody. So listen, this is your opportunity. Take this opportunity right now. With, and I know you're listening on your iPhone. Just scroll down to the bottom and make sure that you click on the link for the assessment. And then once you're there, if you want to get more information, pick up that workbook. Make sure that you get that workbook to dig deeper and then go spread it around with the rest of the world and share this with everybody else. And make sure you click on the links that we have here to get in touch with Jonathan so that if you'd like to have him do a Zoom presentation at a BNI meeting or something that you're putting on or in your own company that you want to have him come and work with you to ensure that you are recession proof, please take care and do that now. As I always say, stop talking, take action and get results. And we will catch you next time on Mortgage Lending Mastery. Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Looking to streamline and launch your practice by accessing Jen's tools, courses, classes, presentations, and resources? Visit jenduplessis.com to learn about the features and benefits thousands of other professionals have experienced by enrolling in Jen's Lifetime Membership Program. Isn't it about time you consider a coach to take your business to new heights? Contact Jen to start your application process today. Thanks again, and be sure to tune in next week.